0: Today, on the Bill Kelly Show, on 900 CHML. Well, obviously, we want to start off with what happened in uh, Paris yesterday. The Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris is no longer on fire. That's the good news. Uh, the building is still standing, uh, in spite of the fact that uh, it looked so incredible yesterday to see this building, this this iconic building, uh, up in flames. The spire fell just as uh, flames engulfed parts of the cathedral yesterday, and uh, well, it's uh, it was heart-wrenching. I talked to a number of people over the last 24 hours that uh, actually have been there and uh, have visited there and have great memories of it, of course. It's, uh, I understand, the most visited uh, place in, in Europe uh, for tourists. And uh, obviously, there's, there's a lot of people that get very emotional about that when they watch what's going on. And it was an emotional day in Paris, especially for Parisians and those visiting the city as they saw this happening and uh, thought the worst and hoped that it wasn't going to happen. Uh, that uh, there was some point yesterday where firefighters actually even said they're not sure they could save the building. So it's uh, it was quite a scene. And uh, even last night when uh, it looked like firefighters finally had a handle on things and people gathered at the scene in downtown Paris, and uh, spontaneously this happened. Oh. Citizens, well wishers, elected officials—all gathering in Paris last night and uh, singing in unison uh, in honor of uh, the Notre Dame Cathedral. Uh, to get the latest on this, we're pleased to welcome to the program uh, Redmond Shannon. He is, of course, the year correspondent with uh, Global News in Canada. Uh, Redmond, thank you so much for uh, taking some time for us on a very busy day today.
1: You're welcome. Yes, it is. Uh, it's quite a day and, and uh, quite. A-
0: what's uh, what's the scene in? in- What's what's it like? What's the scene? Describe the scene for us right now, Redmond, downtown in Paris.
1: Well, what we're seeing is uh, I'm I'm on the uh, bank of the Seine here, looking across to the rear side of Notre Dame right now. Huge interest, huge amount of tourists who probably attended on visiting the cathedral today, looking across to what is left of it. And what is left is almost all of the stone uh, main structure, thankfully. The two main towers opposite the square they are there. We have uh, the, the rear buttressed area of the church is there, but what we don't have is the roof, and uh, above the church, uh, a huge um, construction of scaffolding that was there, as you will see in the fire pictures last mm-hmm. night. Beneath that scaffolding is an inverted MTV shape, and that is where the roof used to be, and that really tells its own story, and that of course was where that steeple was perhaps the iconic saddest moment of that fire is two hours into it when the People gathered uh, to see it, how it, gasped, and it sort of really hit home then what was going on.
0: You know, it's interesting. I'm, I'm sure you've been told this and you're aware of this as well, but there's. I just want to read this. It's about two lines long here. So, on the crest of the highest gallery, higher than the central rose window, there was a great flame rising between the two towers with whirlwinds of sparks, a vast, disordered, and furious flame, a tongue of which was borne into the smoke by the wind. That sounds like a description of yesterday, doesn't it? But it, it's actually a quote from The Hunchback of Notre Dame by Victor Hugo that was written in 1851. Uh, it's it's uh, ironic and, and, and rather bizarre that that was almost a foreshadowing of what you were watching yesterday.
1: It, uh, it is eerie, and it's, it's so sad. And the thing is, I suppose, what it does remind you of, too, Bill, is that this is the story of so many famous cathedrals around the world, particularly in Europe, that are centuries old like this, eight and a half centuries old, that have burnt down, be it in war or by accident over the centuries, and have been rebuilt again. The thing is, it takes takes sometimes uh, decades to rebuild these churches. Now, there is an awful lot of money being thrown at this, but it'll still take an awful long time because you can't just put regular construction expertise at this. You need very specialist uh, expertise to put at this. You need to study exactly how the church was in order to rebuild it as as it was before so yes it's uh it's harking back to days gone by and in 2019 we have this uh world iconic cathedral catch fire and there is very little you can do when something like that catches fire and fire hoses can't reach to the the high roof of a a cathedral like this of course
0: i i know there's a lot of investigating yet to be done in situations like this redmond but there's any any speculation any idea as to what might have caused this
1: well, investigators are focusing on that renovation work, that scaffolding around the where the roof used to be. That is the they believe the most likely cause here. That's something to do with that work in renovating that steeple. Um, that sadly is no more. That perhaps some piece of equipment. That this is uh, the, the focus is on. That this was an accident and nothing, nothing more sinister than that because it started in that roof area. And uh, one field for that perhaps worker or workers who who may have uh, forgotten something or may have done something inadvertently wrong that that caused this and now today we look up and uh, uh the notre dame has changed uh not forever but certainly for a very long time
0: I, I know that uh, there was a lot of speculation about that and stuff on social media, which obviously you, t- you, you try to be dismissive of. But you always uh, you know, hope it's not the worst-case scenario, that uh, terrorism or anything like that. But this, this doesn't seem to have any of the earmarks of that sort of thing. It does look like if this was uh, not something that was done purposely in situations like that. But I was surprised, and I, I heard other comments about this too, Redmond, about how quickly that fire spread, I, almost like a tinderbox
1: yeah, well, I, su- I suppose in some ways it's not surprising, given the the age of some of the uh, the, the wood in the church, uh, that it, was, it went up so quickly. And you don't have modern sprinkler systems like you would in modern buildings, of course. And it is such so high off the ground that even when fire trucks got here, there's only so much they can do. You're you're just throwing water up on the roof there if you can reach it at all. So um, when it gets going, it's really hard to stop, and, and that was. Just so evident last
0: night. There was uh, some speculation uh, around mid-afternoon back here in in North America yesterday that the building was going to go down. That they could not save the building. Uh, It took a long time, but firefighters seemed to have gained the upper hand pretty quickly. uh, Right shortly after that,
1: I think that seemed to be the tactic, Bill, and uh, to to say, "Okay, we're not going to save this the the roof, and we're not going to save the steeple, and a lot of this is going to be damaged." but saving the main structure and making sure that you don't have intense heat around some of the main structure is is what they focus, clearly focused on. And it seems like they were successful. Of course, there needs to be engineering works and surveying work to to make sure that that's the case. Perhaps there could be areas of the building, some masonry, that are deemed unsafe and might have to come down or be hugely, hugely repaired. So that is yet to be seen, and we're going to find that out, out over the coming days or weeks.
0: One of the stories that I, I know we want to get more details about, too, is, uh, was the, the rescue of, of the valuables in there, the art, uh, the other the relics and things of this nature. I, I know you don't anticipate a tragedy like this occurring. Uh, in the Parisians certainly didn't do that. But it it seemed to me, Redmond, as if they had probably talked about this and practiced it because there was a great efficiency in the way that they got everything out of there so quickly.
1: Yeah, I suppose that sadly, but, but thankfully they, they had plans for something like this, and planned for the for the worst, and they had that sort of human chain of passing out these artifacts as quickly as possible on the, in the very early stages of the fire, while it was still still somewhat safe to do so. So they did save an awful lot of artifacts, including uh, that iconic uh, crown of thorns, purports to be the the crown of thorns of Jesus. That is a matter of faith, of course, but regardless, it is so important to Catholics that that artifact, the organ. Such a hugely uh, important piece of of the church too. Many of these items, amazingly, were saved. So that is something to take away. And, and one day, one hopes that they'll be back inside the church too. Uh,
0: what happens to that artwork? Obviously, they're not going to put it back in there. I, I would think maybe the Louvre.
1: You, yeah. Well, I'm not sure, <laughs> but uh, that will be. They'll have to find some pride of place uh, for the next for the coming years. While while this uh, uh, restoration work begins, whenever it does begin.
0: Redmond, any, idea, uh, any indication at all about when there'll be an update about the investigation and, and what the next steps are?
1: No, we haven't been told about when that will be, but it could be announced by uh, um, authorities uh, at any time about uh, their initial investigations. But, you know, from, from what we're hearing, it is believed that really this is just a, a, a sad accident.
0: And now, step two is is to rebuild. And and uh, you, I don't know if you go on with your life, but certainly the the uh, the majority of, of people in that city, and including with uh, the, the president, of course, Mr. Macron, uh, say it's it's time to to turn the page and, and rebuild. And that's going to be an onerous task.
1: It uh it'll it'll cost a huge amount of money, but a huge amount has already been donated from ordinary people, but also from the biggest businesses in France. Uh, Four hundred million euros from three of the big. Uh, businesses in France already, including Total Oil and the company behind Gucci and Yves Saint Laurent. So 400 million euros, that's 600 million Canadian dollars is a huge amount of money, but you need the expertise to go with that. So so you can't just throw money at it. It will take time too, Bill.
0: It will. Redmond, thank you so much for taking time for us today on a very busy day over in Paris. Uh, we appreciate that. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, Bill. Bye. Take care. Redmond Shannon, of course, European correspondent with Global News, who is uh, just on the other side. Of the river, uh, where this all c- occurred yesterday, uh, his point by the way, about the fundraising is is miraculous uh, and and just a, a story in and of itself uh, too early to estimate the cost of the damage they said, according to uh, Bertrand de Fredo, who is the uh, foundation de Patrimonia. Uh, that's the charity that worked to protect uh, French heritage buildings, including obviously the cathedral. Uh, they figure though just a ballpark figure, something in the neighborhood of hundreds of millions of dollars for the restoration that's going to take place. And uh, obviously, as, as Redmond was telling us, the stone elements of that are going to be scorched. That can be done, but there's going to have to be a lot of rebuilding done. Uh, and to his point, two of France's wealthiest men, Francois-Henri Pinot, who is the chief executive of the Caring Group uh, that owns uh, things like Gucci and Yves Saint Laurent, and Bernard Arnault, who is the main shareholder of the luxury group LMHV, said they would donate €100 million euros and €200 million, euros respectively. The city of Paris has pledged €50 million, euros. And uh, amazingly, uh, in North America, there are fundraising efforts now for the restoration of the Notre Dame Cathedral after the yesterday's fire. Uh, many of the news networks spent a considerable amount considerable amount of time rather covering the event yesterday. Uh, ex- ex- of course, just basically wiping out the rest of their programming uh, to bring live pictures and uh, and obviously correspondents over there uh, to get a bird's eye view as to what was happening. Uh, and other campaigns uh, have been launched in the United States right now, as uh, well as uh, well wishes from right around the world for uh, various contributions through so di- different social media sites. I'm sure you can Google that and get some sort of an idea as to what's going on. Uh, anyway, it's uh, it's going to happen. It's going to be rebuilt. Uh, the good news, of course, about this whole thing is that many of the artifacts and uh, art treasures. Uh, Were removed. Some did not get out uh, and could have some water damage as a result of the firefighters' uh, efforts yesterday, but uh, we'll determine that, I guess, at some point in the future. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900
1: CHML.